welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Dadversation. Uh, if this is your first time here, head on over to all the social media platforms. Head on over to YouTube and subscribe, like, and share our content. You can even hit that little notification button so that every time something else comes up, you are um, you are made aware. Um, Chris isn't with us. He's had a very busy week, so we're going solo with George today. Um, how's it going, buddy? Good. As yeah. you can see, I'm <clears throat> I'm in costume. Yeah. Why? This is as far as it goes as for costume for a dad. My kids ask me to wear a costume, and this is my costume. It's just a fucking t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. It's smart, rather than <clears throat> so you don't put you, you don't put masks, you don't put capes, uh, no. none of that stuff. It's just uh, it's, let me wear. It's a safety hazard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone has to stay safe for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so like you have many so you have different shirts like this you have the superman one batman that's so funny all right let's dress up kids let me go put on a, put on a t-shirt <laughs> what batman right, that's dad getting a participation medal right there <laughs> <laughs> oh man as long as they go along with it sorry i was late so he asked me to make popcorn no, that's fine man that's fine um what was I going to say? Yeah, a lot of people saw the last episode. We spoke about um, a weight loss competition yep. between the three of us. We're going to wait for Chris to come back so that we can go into the details uh, of what we're planning. And the truth is that we don't even know the details yet. <laughs> we don't know if we're going to put money on the line. We don't know uh, what we're going to do with the money. Well, we know, uh, we know so... we're putting money. We just don't know how much. <clears throat> how much? And we, yeah, haven't, so... we haven't finalized as to where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still being out, but uh, officially it started, but we're going to go through those details. We'll wait for Chris and we'll do it all together. Uh, but just before we uh, we hit record there, we're talking about uh, where we're at and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's going well for me, at least. Uh, so I'm a couple pounds down since Monday. It started officially on Monday. Uh, and it's, we're going to we're going we're gonna to spare those details, but um yeah, I wonder. I wonder how Chris is. Uh, I, I don't know why, and I don't want to. I don't want to judge, but I feel like Chris hasn't done fuck all. <laughs> since yeah, that's not, that's, you're not judging there. You're just assuming. And you're <laughs> yeah. assuming based on recency bias, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, know, I know. I'm not gonna say anything because I know Chris. When he switches it on, his discipline level goes is the other extreme of his indiscipline. You know, it's like as much as he's yeah. indisciplined, he's just as disciplined, you know? So, exactly. But I don't know if he's turned it on or not, so I'm not going to say anything. But if he hasn't turned it on, you're 100% correct. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I have until December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until the end of the year. So, yeah, so that's the, that's another information. We're thinking of doing it all the way until the end of the year. But anyways, we'll come back with those details. But I have a feeling because we're going over his house, uh, I think it's next week. Something tells me that in for his mind... Socially distant event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his deck outdoors, um, so we're 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 not above the law. And in any case, I think now it's green, right, everywhere. So we're allowed to hang out. You're, you you can invite up to what twenty different people at your house or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, we're not going against any uh, any uh, any laws or anything like that. But I have a feeling that in his head, he's like, oh man, we have, we have the gathering next week. People are gonna come over. Fuck it, let me start in two weeks. I don't know since about that. Gonna, since it's going to last. <laughs> you know what my issue is? And this happens, and, and it's probably going to happen throughout the entire summer. It's the weekends, man. It's the, the you know, the, there's almost 
like I would say never. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put my uh, neck on the line here and say never. It will it will never happen from now until the end of the summer that during the weekend either we won't be summer or that somebody won't come over, and that's where you fuck up, man. Because you can do well. You can you can easily lose three maybe four pounds a week, like from Monday to Friday. Let's say you don't see anybody. Everyone's you know in their own world working, doing whatever the that's hell they're doing. Discipline. You're focused. Yeah, plan. you're focused on what you have to do uh the weekend comes and and we like you can do it it's just that we're fucking pigs and it's like like the pendulum swings the the, the complete other way where it's like you need to have the 20 beers and you need to stuff yourself in food until food comes out of your mouth and you know what i mean it's like it's at the limit <laughs> like christmas last time when you guys came over <laughs> you know and that's where you screw up, man. I think, I think you're giving me a little bit too much personal information. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. There's ways around it. Yeah, yeah. There's ways around it. Uh, you can fast before you go, you know, before you have your get together. Don't eat a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But it, it's do like do good all week and, and do good, good week the days after. Earn it. You know? but, but you also feel bad, man, because it's like you're not gonna go over someone's house and say, "Oh, I'll just have a bottle of water." Thank you. You know what I mean? Or, "Oh, I don't, I can't eat." It's like you're going over. What the fuck? The guy cooked. No, but if you do good all week, it's fine. And if you do good the following day and every day after until the until the next normally Tuesday. normally normally it should be fine but given our level of fucking stupidity stop, stop throwing to... me into your pool you're the same thing but we're talking about planning to I'm planning to kick your ass I don't know what you think <laughs> I think you're gonna do great for three weeks it's gonna be straight five months of fucking just downfall <laughs> you know it goes like this uh, just read no, us no, a no. check now. <laughs> i know for a fact that i'm not gonna i'm not losing there, there's no way like i and i told you guys this uh i don't know if we i don't know if we were recording last episode or if we were talking before or after um when i started man like look if i if when i take it seriously like the the, the pounds drop and they drop quickly so um like it's on you know what i mean so and we'll we'll see uh does it last we'll the, does the last six months that discipline that's that's yeah. when it's gonna count yeah, Try, if you if you do that, you're gonna have the best results. I, I don't think I have an issue with that, man. Look, last year I started training in uh, in June, July, around there, uh, towards the end of the summer, and uh, it lasted almost until the end of the year, up until uh, end of November when my shoulder came out, and then I stopped, and uh, and then I just never started again this year. That's the that's the that's the thing. So yeah, so I, I was doing well. It was. Um, it was I don't know what it was. It was laziness, I guess. Uh, I could I, I and I, and I was doing well. I was actually proud of myself. When we get comfortable, uh, old habits reappear. Yeah, and then you lose track of uh, what you're doing. It's uh, it's my, that, that's, my, it's, my, it's getting the psyche. And once you get that, that momentum, exactly. don't don't don't. If stay, if, stay if true, can... stay true to your struggle. Once you hit that momentum, it's all the hard work you did to begin with. And yeah. when the momentum, momentum hits, you got to ride it all the way. Ride it, ride it, ride it. As far as your will can, can get you. If, if, I can convince, if I can convince myself that, no, it's not okay, you're not good just because you lost 10 pounds, don't go stupid, forget about the McDonald's trio. You know, because like, I get in that state. It's like, oh, dude, I lost 10, 15 pounds. I'm good. I'm good. I, I have room to spare. <laughs> You know, that's the problem. Well, yeah, you, you, you could occasionally, it's just if you, you can't do it two, three, four, six, seven, eight, eight days in a row, then you're yeah, back yeah, in yeah. trouble. 
yeah. I know, I know, man. It's it's the lifelong struggle for me too. Uh, but, uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it uh, more in detail next week. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Chris won't be that busy because I know up until the end of July, uh, right up until the construction weekend, uh, the construction holiday, he's uh, he's busy as hell. So hopefully, he'll join us next uh, next time, and we're going to go into the de- uh, into detail uh, about uh, this competition. Hopefully, we'll have details to give because we we just yeah we just said all right, guys, contest. Yeah, let's do it. We don't know what we're doing. So, um, so we'll get back to you guys on that. Um, we don't know if, I mean, in the beginning, I think we were discussing maybe opening it up at large if other people wanted to join and, you know, create kind of like, you know, like this momentum in this movement. We don't know. I mean, I don't know if we want to overcomplicate things. Um, maybe it'll be just fun to do the three of us. We don't know yet. So that's what I'm saying. Let's just, uh, let's just wait a little bit. We're going to come back with details on that as well. Um, did you see the Habs game? Are you are, are, are you sad or are you happy? Because I'll be honest with you. I'm, uh, I'm both. I'm very satisfied for the year. I'm, 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 sad, for, I'm sad for the ending because uh, I know they were up against the beast, but if they had better, if, it, if they had come better prepared for the first two games, yeah, they would have had. They, 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 would have, they would have been playing tonight for sure, and maybe on Sunday as well. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It was good though. I mean, because I've been seeing all these things on social media, and yeah, it was a wonderful. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in general, it's good, but you have that random fucking moron. Oh, this team can do shit. Like, uh, how do you choke, like, dude? They made it to the fucking finals, bro. I, I, in a year where nobody expected them to even make it yeah. uh, into the playoffs, even uh, let alone there's the always, finals. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's, a, always there's a few types of fans. There's the there's the ones that are. Habs haters because they're they're a fan of one of the Habs uh, rivals. Yeah, and that's, which, and that's which, fine because yeah. you're you're a fan yeah. of the rival. Yeah, but yeah, the ones yeah. that are the ABC, which is anybody but the Canadians, there's there's people like that in the city, and I and I don't understand the the principle or the like. Why do people feel that way about the Habs? Why do they hate them? And even though they've never been a fan of them, and they don't have another team that they're loyal to, so I I don't understand why. There's this hate yeah, for them. Yeah. There's this hate. Yeah, there's a general weird. hate for them that exists yeah. amongst. Uh, amongst yeah, no, I agree the, with you. Like, if it's, I agree with you. If it's like, if you support another team, I get it. It's a rivalry. Support whoever you want. And it's normal for you to hate the Habs. But um, I'm talking about the opposite, not the people that the ABC fans. No, 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 no. It's not the ABC. It's not. I don't have another. I don't. I'm, it's not. I'm not. Uh, I'm supporting another team. Therefore, no, no. I but the ABC the fans just want to make sure the Habs don't succeed. No, but I, they want anybody to win but the Canadians. They want the Habs to lose, basically. No, That's what they're called, those, the ABC fans. Then, no, but you have those, but then you also have the Habs fans oh, that yeah, put down yeah. their own team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are the guys, that. and it's these guys that flood the social media. It's yeah. like, what the? Just shut your fucking mouth if you don't like it. Yeah, whatever. It's because they're they're pissed off about past events, past trades, or past... Uh, Okay, yeah, okay, I get it, bro. But you made the fucking finals. Like, what else do you want? The team sucked this year, dude. Nobody expected them to make it anywhere. And, and yeah. yet they reached the, you know, the last it's a weird, uh, it's a games away. It's a weird phenomenon. People, <laughs> people feel that they love them so much that they have to hate them until they're successful. Like, I hate them all until they're successful. When they're, when they're successful, I will love them more than anybody. It's this weird and thing. All the, and all these fucking comments, like, dude, you want to go coach? Go coach. Do you need to post this shit on Facebook or on Twitter? Like, it's freaking annoying, man. Yeah, they just want to... 
Oh, another penalty. Okay, take that guy out now. Put that guy in. Uh, get ready. It's like, oh, just leave me alone, man. Like, I mean, can you imagine I, I watching? Don't, I don't think he's looking for you. He's looking for like-minded people to start. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. He's putting his thoughts out in the public. I don't think somebody like him responds and agrees with him. Just shut up, fuck. Just shut up. Can you can you imagine watching a game with a person like that next to you? I've been there. Oh man, I've been Jesus there. I've been Christ. there. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there, man. I was listening. I, I've actually, I've been that guy. I've learned my lesson. I've been that guy. <laughs> you were that guy. Yeah. The the Gérard d'Estrade, you know. The, the... Well, it was, it was, I want to tell you, it was game two, Tampa Bay. We had just, uh, I think we had just uh, eliminated the Senators. We were in the, no, no, we had just eliminated the Bruins, I think. I think we had just eliminated the Bruins. I, I can't remember, man. And we faced the top of the next round, and they swept us. And I went for game two. It was, a, again, at the Bell Center. We, we were down uh, one nothing. They had won the first game. It was when Brandon Press got thrown out of the game. He threw his glove at the bench. I don't know if you remember this. So, man, man, I lost my fucking shit. First, I, first I thought I was going to yell stuff at the... At the lightning, trying to get in their heads, bullshit. I was getting like an idiot. All the fans were looking at me. <laughs> so, you know, when you're when game six versus the Bruins and game one, game two versus the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was two completely different atmospheres. <laughs> oh man, anyway. And uh, they started losing, and I started losing my shit. Like and I was next to this really, really, I think he was a pretty rich guy yeah. who, was, uh, who was involved in, uh, in Hockey Canada. And who, who saw a lot of players before they came up, and he was involved with all the the organizing and the sponsorship part because he's a huge fan of the of the game. And uh, and I embarrassed myself for this guy, but he was a gentleman and he presented himself. And uh, we started talking about hockey and about the young guys and what the Habs had in the coming up. And I stopped complaining. I stopped making yeah. an ass of myself because I was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's seen a lot of people like you, bro. <laughs> I think the him is fucking normal. Yeah, 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 for sure. For so sure. what happens now? So what happens now when the league expands? So there's a new team. Uh, how does it work? They they can take players from any team they want. They can take a player from each team that's not protected. Right. Uh, every team has to leave. Has to protect. X amount of goalies, X amount of defensemen, X amount of forwards, right. centers, and, and and the rest are open to be selected. What if? What about the ones that have uh, you know special clauses in their contract that you know they can't move or whatever? Those they automatically get protected. But can you play strategically? You can also leave? you can ask that person to waive his protection as well. Right. A lot of times there's a player who they know won't get selected because of. Different reasons. Maybe his, his cap hit is too high. Uh, yeah. It's not a it's not a wise pick. So they'll tell him, "Don't worry, we're not worried." You know, we'll unprotect him, and it works out a lot of the time. Uh, but if you don't take a player, you're allowed to take something else, like a draft pick or something like that. Exactly. And if you take a player that the team wants to keep, you can trade with them to take the player back. So instead of giving me your player, give me your first round pick. Give me your this. Give me your that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, look, I mean, it's not like they're going to go take from every team, but every team has to kind of go through that process in case they well, come fish. If you don't give them a player, they're going to have to take a pick. Everybody's going to give something. Oh, every team. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was the choice of no, the new they team. Just, they, just, they just dished uh, $600 plus million. Dollars. They're taking some fucking players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you, want, you, want, you want somebody who's on par. You know, they don't want somebody to come in who's just a joke. How are you going to well, establish a fact? Uh, well, look what happened with Vegas. I mean, these guys, they came up and like they were in the playoffs the first year. I remember this they is, had like... <clears throat> yeah, that was a huge success story. You know what? It was great for the city because of what had just happened, that tragedy. It had, like, yeah. That tragedy had just happened in August, and the opening game was in October, and it was really a symbol for the city. Like you saw, like something happened yeah. between the city and the team, and they've yeah. been a beloved uh, part of the community yeah. ever since. So, but also what also happened at that time, which works out good for the game for the team, is all the other teams didn't realize it would have costed them less to just let the player go instead of bargain to take him back. So they ended up with a whole lot more than, than they should have averaged. But people just kept on trying to take players back and they were giving them even better picks and other players with a pick. And yeah. they had just an abundance of, that, of everything. And then at the end, they were giving players away almost. Yeah. The way the Habs ended up with a pick, uh, a Suzuki and uh, Tatar for just patch. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had abundance of everything. They could make so many other deals with it. This is not going to happen again. They're going to go after a player. The team's gonna say go ahead and, and walk away. It's gonna be a lot different this time. But so they're gonna, they're going they're gonna get some good players. They're gonna have some. They have, they're gonna have a good solid roster to begin. I'm sure of it. So what's gonna happen with the Habs? You think? Who do you think is in danger? Uh, they're they're talking a lot about Tatar, um, Philip Dano, which would be which would be crazy to lose this fucking guy. He, Dan, he, Dano's he, not going anywhere. I think uh, I think they're gonna figure a smaller number for more years. If he wants a bigger number, it's going to be for less years. Like, if he's still pushing to have more than $5 million, I don't think he gets more than two, three years. If he if he's okay with $4 million a year, I'm sure they'll give him five or six. You know what I mean? Because the, the cap hit, plus the total dollars, they, they have to look at a global picture, these guys. Uh, I don't know if you could keep uh, Armia, man, but I'd love to keep Armia. But he's a little inconsistent. Yeah. He was okay when they brought him in. Now in the last round, um, he he was he wasn't bad. He was great. Uh, it's just uh, he has ups and downs. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's but not, that it's happens. Not I mean, uh, I know, but when you do when you're due for a contract and he thinks he, he deserves more, you're like you're inconsistent. Like I'm, I feel I don't feel comfortable giving you more. What What about Kot uh, Kanyemi? Well, he's entry level, so they own his ass. No, he's, he doesn't have any UFAs. He's a restricted free agent. So now they have to offer him something qualifying. Otherwise, he could go make a grievance and uh, there's a mediator that uh, overlooks the contract parameters. But there's also, they usually give a, a bridge deal, which means uh, this is the option usually. A bridge deal that brings you into your first or second year of unrestricted free agency, which means the player at the end of that contract does whatever the fuck he wants. Nobody, nobody can boss him around. So it would be like two, three years bridge contract. Two year, two or three year bridge contract. Or they go long term, less dollars for the kid. So like I'll give you an example who took a long contract. David Pasternak in the Bruins, he makes six something million. And on the market, he makes 10 million. The, the point right. production that he has, all that. He They signed him young. He hadn't completely proven himself yet. And they bought out restrict unrestricted free agent years which they would have had to pay 10 million dollars on the market for mm -hmm. he got more money early 
But when he leaves the, if he ever leaves them or resigns, he's going to be looking for the higher end of that. Yeah. But that's another option. Or you say, do you tell the player, like I was telling you about the bridge contract, you haven't proven yourself and we're not sure what we want to give you. We'll offer you this. It's it's a little more on the second year, less on the first year. You have you have this much time to prove that you're worth a bigger contract coming up. Yeah, yeah. But that could backfire because uh, he could come back and ask for 10 million because he scored 30 goals twice. Yeah. You know? So so when when is the deadline for that? When when is that going down? Usually, uh, free agency and all that starts July 1st under regular circumstances. June, June 30th is the last day of the previous year's contract. No, 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 no. I'm talking about now with uh, with uh, with the expansion uh, team. The expansion is coming up. Like in the next weeks, we have uh, the expansion draft and then the actual draft and free agency frenzy right after. This was all supposed to have gone down already. Yeah. When is the? Are they starting normally the the, the next season, or they're postponing it because this one ended too late? I think the logical thing in terms of the player's health and all that would be to postpone a month. But uh, I think because of uh, obligations with uh, the TV contracts and... Uh, They're going to go ahead. Like, they want to maximize revenue. They want to get out there. It usually month. starts September, no? October. End of August. September is uh, preseason games. Yeah, yeah. October is the official season. October 13, 14 in there usually. Oh, okay. Oh, they have time, man. They, they, it's... Yeah, but there's players that, gonna, there's players that, that were playing that were... The day after the last game went into surgery, just so you can understand. <laughs> so sometimes surgeries you have the service, you have to recover from the surgery, and some some physio is six months depending on the injury. You know what I mean? That there's gonna be the Habs might deal with players that they really really need for a long time. I'm just wondering if they can repeat this again next year. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that I'm nice. listening to, uh, they, 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 especially the French radio, and they say, and I just don't understand why they keep saying, "Oh, it's uh, you know the only thing is a shame that this is it. This was Carey Price's last chance and Weber's last chance." And I'm thinking, why? Why is it the last chance? Like, like, the, like I think the it's same a way. I think it's a way of uh, of them. Yeah, I mean, they're calculating like there's 30 whatever teams now plus the expansion. Like the chances are so slim. Yeah, but they were slim this year too, and and they still made it. So, like, what tells you that they can't repeat it? You know, I I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough, but um, they they just keep repeating that a lot, and I'm and I'm wondering, look, I don't understand what the logic is. You know, the logic is under regular circumstances they would have been in the East Conference Final. Yeah, yeah, they would have faced Tampa in the East Conference Final maximum, if not the previous round. And chances are. Who had finished first in the East? I don't remember. I think it was was it Pittsburgh? I don't remember. It didn't really matter. The show, so I wasn't really thinking. Wasn't to Toronto like up there? Yeah, they were up there. Yeah, but under regular circumstances, they would have been finished. They would have finished last in the East for for playoffs. They would have been. They would have been played first versus eighth. That would have been the Habs. They would have had to beat the first place team off the bat. Right, right, right. and then they would have had to beat. If they let's say they got away with it, they would have had to beat the next best place team, and so on and so on and so on. So you would have been facing Tampa earlier. You would have been facing Carolina earlier. Earlier, these guys were monsters. The Leafs were a monster team too, considered. But uh, Winnipeg, their D was weak. There, you know, they had some they had some holes in their lineup, and 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 the Habs were able to to take advantage of it. I don't know if you get a second round uh, matchup. Like that in the East, if you have regular, 
you know, the regular lineup. So I don't know. This is this is what they're saying. So you, when you look at the Eastern Conference, you have Toronto that's stacked. You have the you have the Tampa Bay that's stacked. You have Florida that's stacked. You have Carolina that's stacked. You have Boston that they could make a few moves and they could come back strong. Something maybe not, but they could make a few moves and come back pretty strong. Where do the Habs stack up against all this? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, that, that's post- what they're that's what they're talking about and at the same time it's a plea to the team to the to the gm go do something while we have lightning in the bottle we have the, the 4d back there that they, they showed that they could do something put another yeah. another d or two back there and maybe a, an offensive forward and we, we got a formula here you know yeah yeah but do you have enough to finish it maybe you can make it every year but can you finish it you know yeah it's so hard to, to finish it do they keep the coach you think or they they get rid of him No, he's not going anywhere. He had. He wasn't. He, the, he wasn't he, the actual coach. He was interim. But I mean, interim is a, is a tag. Him. But he does the job while they're making exactly. a decision on who's next. He did more than his job, dude. Like the guy brought them all the way to the finals. You know what I mean? Like, look, the players play, and uh, the coaches coach the best, try to motivate the best of their ability. But he proved that decisions he made had a direct impact on the outcome. And that's and that he was up against some veteran coaches, some real veteran coaches. Yeah, and yeah. he, you know, he and he outcoached some of those veteran coaches like Hart. And and why wouldn't you give him the job? At least a three-year contract. At least that. I think he's earned more, but I, I give him at least that. Yeah. And uh, I was hearing that uh, that Bergevin, his contract is up. I think next year. He's getting signed. He's getting signed this summer, guaranteed. Yeah. They were already having talks. If they're having talks, they're negotiating. If they're negotiating, it means they want each other. Yeah, because because uh, don't forget that this guy built a team, right? I mean, you change the GM, uh, you ruin that chemistry also with the players. Like, this guy's going to get rid of some players, bring his favorite players. Like, it, it's like a clique thing, right? It's like... A, yeah, you bring uh, your people in. Yeah. And I feel like there's chemistry now. Like, something happened, you know? the The team... Seems to be uh, much more united than they I'm, ever were. Before. I'm gonna say today on the press conference, Corey Perry was crying, talking about how tight this group is. It's probably the tightest. Yeah. It's probably the tightest group he's ever played with, and he was, yeah. he was crying because he doesn't want to leave the team. Right. 20 year veteran. Well, 20, 17 years, 18 year career. Whatever. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. But just to show you how this guy who's won cup somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's been to finals. He's he's been there. Yeah, Shows a lot. Of, something happened in that locker room this year that really pulled them together, and, and I think it was really nice. I, I'm glad we experienced it. I'm sad for the loss, but I mean, I'm very grateful for the run they put on, man, because uh, there were so many great moments, man. So many moments that were amazing. Late, oh my god, overtime bro, I was goals. Watching, uh, I was watching that game, I would do uh, the last game that the, the one they, they lost. What a game for. I couldn't breathe, dude. I was fucking those last consumed. three minutes. You oh, were consumed. Fuck, bro. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You wanted it so bad. And you're a casual fan. Look how yeah, much exactly. it did to you. Uh, look, I, I think the good thing, obviously, you know, we can talk about the team and, the, you know, the chemistry and, you know, but more than that, I think uh, it ignited something in the fan base that wasn't there. It was dormant for a long time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the like 2000, many, you know, 2000 you know, you know, 2010... People, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a reason why. From 2000 to yeah. 2010 was the first decade they went without a championship. And now it's been a second decade without a championship. 
Yeah. And we're going, you know what I mean? You lost all those kids that were born into it. They never saw anything to, to cling on to. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I feel like there's so many people looking forward to the next season right now. Yeah. Uh, like, I, you know, you know, the pe people are excited and um, I, I think it's going to be good for it, it's it's got to last a couple of years. Right. I mean, if the team, if the team owns up to it and they can maintain kind of that momentum and to keep the people excited like every year. I'm going to uh, tell you something about excitement. Those young guys who played in a Stanley Cup final. And they're 20, 21, 22, and so on. Yeah, yeah. That that experience cannot be reproduced. You can yeah. only you can only live a final. You can't reproduce it. So that experience they have, what it is to lose to a to a champion who knows how to call somebody out and not take a moment off. Because these guys went to party after the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. They were they were on the ice hugging and crying and top of being high five, wave to the fans. They went back. They went to went to bed. They went to walk their dogs. They went to the gym. <laughs> Our guys went to party. They went drinking. I told you. My sister saw a group of them at a place. Maserati door opens. Cole Caulfield gets out, falls to the ground. <laughs> smashed. Smashed. <laughs> this is the Friday before, like three days before the game. I'm not saying yeah. that because he got smashed on Friday. He recovered. I'm just saying the mindset was not business. It was, okay, we're celebrating. That's your yeah. cup. When you celebrate, that's your cup. You, you gave up on the next cup. Yeah, 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 and that experience—they they walked into a team that hadn't celebrated yet. Yeah. They lost three games in a row before they got the shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that is yeah. not replaceable experience. That yeah, after those three yeah. rounds, you still needed to have the full, the full, you had to be, the full consciousness, you know. Yeah, but it must feel special for these youngsters, man. They just came out of the, they just came up from the mind. Like you, you think of a guy like Cole Caulfield, twenty years old, nineteen, twenty, whatever. I don't know how old he is. Can you hear he, that? I don't know. Either my son just had a heart attack or he's just crazy. Is your wife home or? Yeah, she's home. Alone? Oh, okay. I think, uh, I <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Good. I have noise canceling headphones. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. So, it must be special, man, for this guy. Like 20 years old, he, he just comes up from the minors like two months before the playoffs start, something like that. Not even a month. Yeah. And he's in the finals, man. Like, like and, and he played a big role. He, yeah, 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 yeah. He assisted on some monster goals. He was part of every, Dude, a lot the, of the, the goals. Tie, the tie, the tie changed when they brought the young people in. Remember, in the beginning, yeah. they weren't playing them. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So it must, um, it must have been special for these guys. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. It was special. It was special for. Uh, it, was, it was special for us. It was really special for them. It was really. We say it was special because we think it represents us and all that. These guys have been have given their whole life to the game. They've given their whole no, life the thing, to being no, the greatest. No, but the thing, like, how many players make it to the NHL and never even make it to a series? You know, to to to, to, <laughs> to the a series final. final. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so many. Uh, and to think that there's this young kid that just came in and made it already in his first in his rookie year. <laughs> It must be already for him, uh, like an incredible achievement, right? It's like I made it already to a finals. Like and I'm at the he must game. be thinking, he must be thinking in his head, like imagine what I have left in front of me if the first year I made it there, right? Yeah, you get uh, you get a little spoiled. And I'm at the PK. PK so bad. Yeah. He came in, uh, he played a few games his rookie season. He went back to the juniors. They went on, an, on a great uh, run in the playoffs. And then they brought him up 
I don't think it was the second round or I don't remember first round. I don't remember. And they made it to the conference final. Made Perhaps when? Yeah, with Halak. The year with Halak. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, 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 where's Subban now? He's, uh, he's in New Jersey. Yeah. They traded him from Nashville, I think. Nashville, he went, yeah, he traded, he traded a couple of times. Yeah, I like so PK. Bad. Good player. He was a good player this time. He's got he's had a lot of back injuries and some surgeries. He's still good. Mike <clears throat> is he's uh, he's a little bit alone in uh, Jersey. I don't think he could do it all by himself. The thing about the the thing about PK Subban and this is what what I've read in the past and what I continue to read is that the problem is in the dressing room. It seems to be in the dressing room with Pika Subban. That, well, like, he, had he, a, a, he had a big personality. And it's, yeah. it's very anti-hockey to have a big personality. So you have all these guys that have been trained not to have a big personality. And it becomes a little bit, uh, I guess. This is what I, how I've heard it explained. Not that I'm comparing to what I know. I've never, I haven't lived it with these guys. But that's, I've, from, judging from what I've read in different things, different articles, he had a really big personality. It sucked up a lot of oxygen and, But I mean, when you look at what we got, like, don't you think Weber was so much better to have than PK Subban? As much as we loved him, and you know, the city. Look, yeah, you, you, you like them for different reasons. That's all. Yeah, but that's the thing. People, people well, fell into the trap of you know the likability. Yeah, Montreal fell in love with him. He was involved with uh, the Children's Hospital Foundation, and he was such a. No, like, he's a uh, good player too, man. I mean, he's not a bad player. Look, he. No, I know, but he, when, think when it was, you, was a flashy player who had a lot of energy late in the game. This guy yeah. played 30-plus minutes a, a game all the time. And, he, and not anybody does that. I mean, it's somebody who has his legs who can do that. And they don't let you do that unless you've got a good game. He just yeah. wasn't... We, we, in Shea Weber, you got a cap. You got more than just, you know, the performance and, and the mic. You got more than that. You got some common nerves, you know. You, like, I mean, PK, PK, I remember him. <clears throat> there was a series against uh, Ottawa Senators. And they were getting really physical, getting really dirty. And... and He wanted to go do some dirty shit on them. And he was losing his head hard. Like, you don't see Weber do that. You know what I mean? I mean that's, yeah. a small, that's a small example, small sample size. But yeah. just to give you an example, he would get hot-headed because he was younger at the time. <clears throat> They needed somebody with a cooler cooler head. And Weber provided that. You know? Hey, Pique went to a final too, man. He had a great final. And if the, if the, 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 the offside rule at the, at the time was not reviewable, and there was a goal he scored that they called offside that had never left the zone if he had scored that goal. Who, who, who did he go to the finals with? The Predators versus uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. If, he had, if they had allowed that goal, they would have gone to overtime, and uh, they had the whole momentum for that game. They would have probably won it, you know? It would have, it, <laughs> I think he would, have had, he would have come closer to a cup than he was. Yeah. And I think that he, they could have forced a game seven there. But he had a great final. That run, he played amazing. He was on a really good team with a great decor. He wasn't alone, but he, he played big minutes, a lot of overtime, a lot of a lot of everything he, against some big uh, opponents. So he 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 had his uh, his success too, man. He he's a good player. He's a good player. I liked him. I still like him, and I'm, I like Weber too. I've always liked Weber before we even had him. I was impressed mm -hmm. by his uh, his authority, you know. He has a certain authority when he's back there.
there's there's something about having good defensemen that just you know solidifies it. It. Like, it, gives, it gives you peace of mind, right? It's like okay, don't worry about it. There's people back there. Like when when Markov was there, it's like you know that I love are... Markov. Yeah, I wish I wish Mark if Markov was on this team, we might have we might have had a different outcome. Well, if he, he was also younger, he was pretty old by then. But Markov was such a beautiful so, player, man. Genius. Yeah, yeah. Genius, solid, genius. Solid. So smart and defensively sound. And he could be physical if he needed it. Because you saw the, uh, the, the the first two, three games, maybe, or game game two and three, we lost because of mistakes that were caused by the defense. Yeah. Like bad passing in the zone. Like that shit wouldn't have happened. Like experienced defensemen don't cross the... Uh, cross passes through the middle. <laughs> you know, like I know that. And they're, uh, they run the pressure. They panic. Yeah. They you know? panic. So it's like little small details like that. But in, in general, I think their defense is fine. I think Habs still need to work on uh, on the offense a little. No, bit. they need they need one. They need another D. They've always needed another D. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they never have. They still don't have enough. Well, against Sharon, it does not. You need a, <clears throat> a puck mover to play with Weber. I think that would really make a big difference. I think it would make a good, uh, a good, a good puck mover. Who could, uh, who could play the body a little too? I think they have this kid, uh, Flurry. He's coming up. Uh, I really like this kid. Uh, the Habs, you mean? Yeah, he's 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 solid. This kid, he hits too. He's big. He's, he's... Flurry. Flurry. Yeah. His brother's already in the league. I think he's playing in. Uh, he's actually playing in. Uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure he's in the New Jersey. Anyway, we'll see. There's a lot of players that haven't, we haven't seen yet. That they're, yeah, they're yeah. and they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're really good. right. We'll see what happens, man. Look, I, like I told you, I, I'm excited and and haven't been excited in years. Uh, we spoke about this last episodes where you know we at some point in time we were we were mega fans and we just kind of drifted along with everyone else and. Uh, you know, there's some sparks, man, this year. I don't know. I, I you know, don't really know how to explain it. I mean, we know exactly how it happened, you know. Uh, the team actually played well. And it, uh, I'm just, I'm excited for the city because it's this new wave now. You know what I mean? People uh, people uh, came in uh, into the dance. They they took a little flavor. And it's it's not over. You man. know, there's like, also a lot of Gen Xers kids that are teens now. Are discovering the the, the Habs. They they were yeah. more into like the Raptors and and like NFL football and, and other stuff like that, like basketball. And NBA is huge. <clears throat> did it ever? Did it ever? Uh, uh, did it, did it, did you ever question how come we never got a basketball team in Montreal? Why do you think basketball isn't so big when we have a lot of basketball fans in Montreal? I mean, uh, the, and I'm sure we'd have a good team, uh, but I don't know why. We never went down that path. I think they're afraid of failure. They're you think so? Yeah. yeah Look, I, think I don't know if the league's expanding anymore. Because they have their they have the thirty I think the thirty two teams. But besides that, I, I I'm just I'm just not sure about the interest, right? Because these guys are looking at numbers, man. I don't know exactly how the interest they is there for sure. The interest is there. When the, when the, the Raptors won the championship. Everybody watched. Because it's the only Canadian team. <laughs> I know, but I mean, 
I watch the NBA front every year. I watch the playoffs. I don't, I don't follow all the regular seasons because I don't have a horse in there. I don't have a team that I follow. Yeah. But I watch the playoffs. I enjoy the playoffs. They're exciting. So, I mean, if I had a team here, I'd definitely watch 100%. 100%. Imagine you could go <clears throat> watch a Montreal whatever's. Hold on. I got to sneeze. Give me one second, okay? <laughs> The foundation of your house shook, bro. You see how I waited for the second one? <laughs> I sneezed so hard, you heard me on mute. Anyway. Uh, like, what was it? Imagine how cool it would be to go see a Montreal whatever's basketball game. And, you know, I don't know, Steph Curry or LeBron James or yeah. or, or, or fucking uh, Giannis, man. Yeah. They, play, they play 40 minutes a night. You're watching them playing for 40 minutes, man, straight. They own the yeah. court the whole time. You're like, yeah, yeah. You're out. You're on one guy's back the whole time. There's a there's something about being engaged for 40 minutes on the whole time with that that monster. It's such a great great experience. So between basketball and baseball, what would you choose to watch? Oh yeah, NBA all the way, all the way. That, baseball's yeah. losing its footing in the states. It's it's going to be even worse here. So then, what is this whole thing about? Because being we're like... in love with our expos, man. We're, we're, we feel we feel torn. I, I, I stopped watching baseball because I didn't have a, a dog in it anymore. I didn't have a, a dog in the fight. I couldn't watch the Nationals. I couldn't support a team that's in Washington. Fuck them. I was jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, we used to be. Uh, I used to love. We we played a lot of baseball growing up. Uh, Those two. Those two. Uh, But I I never enjoyed watching it, uh, watching baseball ever, even at the stadium. And back in the day, I remember like five it. tickets up in the roof. It was uh, three, four dollars, three dollars. on Sundays. A student, on, a student on Sunday was like three dollars and forty-five cents. Like it was nothing. Nothing. And, but it was the most boring experience for me, man. I, I liked couldn't. it because I, I was into the sport. And I I always loved sports. I, I love. I used to do stats at a young age. I used to be obsessed with stats. Like, no, but like you could you could tell me, let's go play baseball. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I loved it. Watching it was like shoot me in the face, right? Now. I know okay. it was, but when the big when the big moment came, it was very exciting. Was... Yeah, I remember the '93 run, '92, '93, where they were they, 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 they were top. It was the best. We had gone to see a couple games. Uh, and then even the later years, they had like this little with uh, Henry Rodriguez. Remember, they used to throw Henry bars yeah. on the field. <laughs> oh, Henry. Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so between so between baseball and uh, basketball, you go basketball. I think I think I would not, not because I'm a bigger basketball. I guess now I am a bigger basketball fan than I am a uh, baseball fan. Because I, since the the Spurs, I walked away from it, and I enjoy basketball. So yeah, but I'm just saying financially, NBA is always growing. It's always growing. International, everything. Like I mean, you, it's easier, I guess. It's easier. It's so easy to convert your arena into a basketball uh, court. It's a, it's a park. It's a then, it's a hardwood floor. Yeah. Then to build a whole baseball stadium. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like there, there's this obsession over here in Montreal for the Expos, and I get it. Maybe you're right. They're like you're, 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 you know, they're, they're, there's a they're, there's a link to them. There, there's a history. Everyone is tied to them, whatever. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Maybe we should look at other alternatives. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should be looking at NBA. 
I don't know. And then, and then you have the like pe- people. I think are attached to the history, and you know, you have the whole story about the Nordiques too. Like that's the, the, the well, whole. It the was only it was what that was fifteen years ago that we lost what? the spose. Sixteen years ago, yeah. we lost the spose. No, when did they leave? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Was it that? Yeah. No, yeah, really? it was. It was. It was. It was two thousand four. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was before that. 2004, Greece won the Euro. You remember when Greece won the Euro that there was a baseball team in Montreal? I don't. I remember them being sold. No. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's end it there for today. It's a short one, but we're gonna get Chris again. Uh, hopefully next week we'll talk a little bit more in detail about the, the little friendly competition. Um, maybe we'll have information on the money that we're putting on the on the line uh, and more details of what we're gonna be doing because it's gonna this is gonna drag out throughout probably till the end of the year. Um, well, of course, it, it depends a, a lot on, on you know <laughs> how much we can sustain that. I uh, also, eh? so we, we don't we stop, no stop putting everybody in the same pool as you, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah, December, we'll, we'll, December, we'll know. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna reference this episode. Uh, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna win, but I gotta, I gotta, I really gotta go. Go, you go, and uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna catch you all, uh, all in the next episode with much more information on what we're uh, planning ahead. See you all soon. Take care. Bye, George.